This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Montana is one of the 17 states joining a friend-of-the-court brief with the United States Supreme Court asking that it delay the Electoral College votes of four states that Republican President Donald Trump lost in the November election. Since Democratic former Vice President Joe Biden won the November 3rd presidential election, Trump has claimed the election was rigged or stolen by voter fraud. The most recent filing originated in Texas and claims officials, including governors in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, made unconstitutional changes to their state election laws. Those officials have power to enact emergency declarations in the pandemic. The filing, however, claims that only state legislatures can make alterations like holding the vote by mail. Here in Montana, Governor Steve Bullock, through a declaration issued under his emergency powers, allowed the state's 56 counties to decide if they wanted to hold the November 3rd vote mostly by mail. A federal court ruled in September that Governor Bullock had that power. The court wrote in its decision that the governor was well within bounds. Fox said it was extremely unlikely, given that it came so late, that the suit would be heard. The Electoral College is set to vote on Monday. By many different people's estimations, Fox said, the court will not hear this case beyond the petition. Texas action is seen as a last-ditch effort in helping Trump overturn the results of the election. A coalition of 48 attorneys general, including Tim Fox of Montana, has filed an antitrust suit against Facebook over the Silicon Valley giant's acquisitions of online messaging competitors, Instagram, and WhatsApp. The 123-page federal complaint describes Facebook's purchases of the photo-sharing social media app Instagram in 2012 and the global messaging platform WhatsApp in 2014 as a part of a practice of using anti-competitive tactics to entrench its monopoly. Quote, Facebook illegally maintains that monopoly power by deploying a buy or bury strategy that thwarts competition and harms both users and advertisers. That's according to the complaint. New York Attorney General Letitia Tish James announced the lawsuit at a remote press conference. Quote, for nearly a decade, Facebook has used its dominance and monopoly power to crush smaller rivals and snuff out competition, all at the expense of everyday users. That's according to James. Again, we quote, by using its vast troves of data and money, Facebook has squashed or hindered what the company perceives as potential threats. Montana is one of 48 states to join the coalition lawsuit. In talking about the Montana suit, Deputy Attorney General John Binion said, Over the last decade, Facebook illegally acquired competitors in a predatory manner and cut services to smaller threats. Facebook General Counsel Jennifer Newstead called the antitrust allegations revisionist history and said the government is asking for a do-over after the Federal Trade Commission approved Facebook's acquisitions of Instagram and WhatsApp years ago.
In defense of that acquisition, Zuckerberg noted that the FTC concluded its investigation into the acquisition in 2012 without taking any action against Facebook. An agreement has been reached to move 2 million tons of an East Helena slag pile to South Korea as part of an effort to clean up the Superfund site at the former Asarco East Helena smelter facility. Metallica Commodities Corporation of White Plains, New York, will move almost 2 million tons from East Helena's 14 million ton slag pile by rail to Washington State and then ship it to South Korea. Cindy Brooks, the managing principal of the Montana Environmental Trust Group, they're the owners of the slag, says the slag will be sent to the largest zinc smelting facility in the world, in South Korea, where zinc and other materials will be extracted. The hauling is expected to begin in April and continue for five years. The plan is to move 20,000 tons a month initially and 30,000 tons later on. Slag is the glass-like product left over after a metal has been smelted. Officials say Montana Rail Link has started to build a railroad track onto the property in order to haul the slag to Longview, Washington, where it will then be sent to South Korea. She says the slag will be crushed to two inches in size and loaded onto conveyors and eventually onto trains 95 cars long. She says there will be measures taken to suppress dust. The East Helena lead smelter operated from 1888 to 2001. That smelter did close in 2001 and later declared bankruptcy. The smelter processed 70,000 tons of lead bullion a year at its peak. In 1984, the EPA declared East Helena a Superfund cleanup site. Montana's Supreme Court has upheld a lower court ruling that canceled state regulatory approval of mining on private land north of Yellowstone National Park. In a unanimous ruling, the court found that state lawmakers violated the state constitution with a 2011 law that prevented district court judges from blocking projects approved by regulators, even if environmental harms were expected. Chief Justice Mike McGrath says the 2011 law went against the constitutional right to a clean and healthy environment. Since 2015, Lucky Minerals has been trying to explore for gold, copper, and other metals near Chico Hot Springs. The Department of Environmental Quality approved the project in 2017. After environmentalists sued, the company's mining license was invalidated by a Park County judge in 2019. The Supreme Court has now upheld that ruling. The state's 2019 shutdown of an alternative teen treatment center in northwest Montana is final, according to the Department of Public Health and Human Services. John Ebelt, spokesperson for the department, says an administrative law judge upheld the department's removal of 27 children from the Ranch for Kids near Rexford, Montana, and the court also upheld the suspension of the facility's license. 
Officials removed children ranging in age from 11 to 17 from the ranch in July of 2019 after an investigation found, quote, egregious, chronic, and persistent child abuse and neglect, according to the state. One student reported being shot at with a nail gun, according to state health officials. The ranch called itself a therapeutic boarding school for children who were adopted from overseas and were not bonding with their adoptive parents, or for children who suffered from fetal alcohol syndrome because their mothers drank while they were pregnant. An investigation found that children were punished through isolation, intimidation, forced mile-long walks, and limiting food. They were also denied medication. The education program was inadequate, and children were required to work at the personal residences of staffers, according to the state investigation. Montana health officials reported 779 COVID-19 cases and 10 deaths in an update Thursday morning. The update shows 17,117 active cases and the deaths of 781 people in Montana as a result of COVID-19. Active hospitalizations are 488 in the update. Since March, there have been 3,003 people reported to be hospitalized in the state. That's according to the state's case mapping and information website. The state has had 70,892 confirmed COVID-19 cases. Of those people, 52,994 are considered recovered. And some good news. Yellowstone National Park will open for its snow season at 8 in the morning on Tuesday, December 15th. Yellowstone allows public travel in the park via commercially guided snowmobiles and snow coaches, that's weather permitting, through mid-March. Visitors who have proper permits can also take non-commercially guided snowmobile trips. While snowmobiling can be limited by a lack of snow, many snow coaches now have rubber tires that allow them to travel on dry roads. This is the first season that the east entrance via Sylvan Pass from Cody, Wyoming, will open at the same time as the other park entrances. Winter travel ends in mid-March when plowing crews begin to clear snow to allow roads to reopen for automobile traffic in mid-April. The park staff is asking visitors to avoid the park if they are sick to reduce the spread of COVID-19. If you need to hear this report again, please check our podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 30 states and provinces in 20 countries on six continents, and we're approaching 500 listeners per day. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KEMRDB in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana news. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.